What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. You know I'm your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth. Check this out. I need y'all to do me a favor and hit us up on Twitter. The Twitter handle is at CFFNation, at CFFNation. Hit us up. Let us know how the show is. If you like the show, yay or nay, uh, you know, just you know, show love or whatever. Hit us up. Interact with us. We'd love to interact with you at CFF Nation. You already know I'm joined by my co-host, my man, Hunter Grand Owens. Man, what is up? What up? What up, man? What's going down? What it do, Bro, baby? Man, I'm ready. Man, let's do it. Get my Kawhi on what it do, baby. Yeah. <laughs> How you living? Listen. <laughs> Listen, we got a great episode lined up for you, man. Got a lot of good content to get to. There's a lot of action that happened this past week, man. Um, good stuff happening in the college fantasy football leagues. Week 11 is over on the week 12, but as we always do at the beginning of each episode, before we get to week 12, we got to recap the action of week 11, man. There's a lot that went on in week 11. We got to delve into some of that action. Minnesota versus Penn State. Minnesota is for real. Listen, we've been talking about, we've been talking about Minnesota for the past couple of weeks. Were they for real? Is it a fluke? Are they real contenders? Are they pretenders? I think they came out this week and they pretty much solidified themselves as a team to be taken seriously. Yes, sir. I mean, what say you about this game, man, between them and State College, the the, the Nittany Lions, man, of, of Penn State? Shocking. <laughs> That's that's the first word come to mind, man. Shocking, cause like you say, like you said, man, we've been asking a question, man. Are they for real? And uh, man, I thought Penn State was gonna dominate them, man. I just, I mean, cause if you look at Minnesota's schedule, man, they really haven't faced a team like Penn State. So I'm thinking, you know, Penn State just supposed to go manhandle these boys, man. And I was completely wrong. Man, absolutely, man. You got Sean Clifford with three picks. But on the opposite side of the football at the same position, you got Tanner Morgan. That dude was 18 out of 20, three touchdowns, man. 18 out of 20, three touchdowns, man. They couldn't stop Bateman. Bateman, seven catches, 203 yards and a touchdown. But Sean Clifford, man, the three picks, you know, you look at Tanner Morgan, he has the uh, three touchdowns, no picks, 339 yards passing. The dude was phenomenal, 90% completion percentage. I mean, this is probably this is probably the best game of his life, man. And, you know, although Journey Brown did turn in a good effort, man, this is his best game of the year, man. You know, they've been playing uh, running back shuffle in the backfield. But, man, they just could, they could not stop. They did not have an answer. For Rashad Bateman and I chose to sit him last week. Him and Tyler Johnson and they both got on. Oh, man. I mean, Tanner Morgan ain't hit but four wide receivers in the whole game. 
four of them. That's all he needed. That, it was all he needed. <laughs> I mean, because Bateman and Johnson cost seven apiece, and Bateman just, I mean, did whatever he wanted to do, man. He was wide open all day long, seemed like, man. And they just, just lit Penn State up, man. They jumped out on Penn State real good. They looked like the better team. They looked like the more prepared team. They looked like they were ready to play. I mean, Penn State didn't play bad. It took them a while to kind of wake up. I think it was a shock the way Minnesota came out. It was a shock to not only us, but also to Penn State, too, is it took them a while. It took them a while to kind of wake up, man, as they're going in, 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 you know, in at halftime down 24 to 13. They probably had some stuff to say in their locker room about, hey, because mm-hmm. they were, you know, you got Sean Clifford over there, forget their boat and all this mm-hmm, and that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Minnesota's, nope, we're rowing anyway. Man, <laughs> Row the boat. Listen, I was impressed. Like, you we talking about Tanner Morgan, man. I was watching this guy look that safety off time after time after time. And it was, it was, man, it was beautiful to watch, man. I, I mean, you look that safety off, man. Get him to go that way, and he come back the other way, man, to Bateman wide open. I mean, it's like time after time after time. It's just, man, Penn State, you getting all this, man, all of it. It was, it was, it was impressive, man. It was impressive. Very impressive, man. Listen, LSU and Ohio State, man, look like the two best teams in the country right now. But of course, Clemson. It's starting to show evidence that they are definitely in the discussion. You got LSU putting it on Bama the way they did. I mean, the score didn't indicate. When you look at the score, it doesn't indicate that, you know, LSU put it on Bama, but they did. Yes, they because did. it was 33-13 to 13 at halftime in favor of LSU, and they looked like the better team. They looked like the more prepared team. Bama looked kind of stagnant a little bit, and LSU looked like they were firing on all cylinders from the word go, man. I mean, they came out there and was doing what they've done all year long. You know, give it up to Bama for not laying down, man. They ripped off 21 points in the fourth quarter. But here's the issue. They couldn't stop LSU in the process. And so Burrow, Burrow and his crew, you know, they made plays when they needed to down the stretch. In that in that crucial fourth quarter when Bama was mounting that comeback and making that run, ripping off, you know, three your three touchdowns in the in the in the fourth quarter to make it very very interesting, because it it really wasn't that close for the majority of the game, right. but LSU was able to match efforts. They were able to match the efforts, you know, of 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 the Crimson Tide when they did make their run, you know, in the fourth quarter and kind of put some pressure on LSU. They didn't cave in. They didn't fold. Usually Alabama make people do that. You know what I mean? You have them on the ropes and they start mounting a comeback on you and then you start to fall apart. You start to make mistakes and then they take advantage of those mistakes. Well, that wasn't LSU's song in this in this, in this, this particular game. They were singing a very, very different song. And I'm going to tell you who was I'm going to tell you who was doing a bunch of singing. Oh, Clyde. Clyde. It was Clyde. Hey, man, he was tan. Alabama, uh, I'm talking about tan Alabama up. Yeah, he was, man. I mean, in the, in, the, in the run game and in the passing and game. And in the passing game. Every time you look up, you see this number. Man, what, are you, what you doing now? 
collide in that, in that end zone. That's what he was doing. Man, he was tan. <laughs> he gave Alabama only four total touchdowns, man. Oof, man. Three rushing, one receiving. The dude had nine catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. Then, you know, 20 carries for 103 yards and another three touchdowns. So the guy had 29 touches for 100 for 180 yards. 29 touches for 180 yards. Four, four touchdowns. touchdowns. Oof. Dude got down, man. Ooh, he got down. Dude, I mean, he was in there getting busy. And and, and the talk all offseason was John Emery, John yes. Emery. Man, John Emery is on a milk carton right after now. Thought, man, who is that? Man, listen, the way that Clyde said, you ain't taking my spot. <laughs> listen, enough with this SEC defense stuff. Man. It was 1,100 yards of offense Man. in this game. What defense? 1,100 yards of offense in this game. See, here's the thing, though. A couple years back, there's two high-profile quarterbacks that went at it in the Big 12. One, Baker Mayfield and your boy Pat Mahomes. As, as OU and Texas Tech, you know, set records and, and did all kind of damage as far as stats offensively. And all that was talked about was no defense, no defense in the big. That's ridiculous. No defense. Look right, at this. Right. You got LSU and Alabama, SEC defenses, mm-hmm. 1,100 yards of offense in this game. <laughs> 87 total points. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing else about SEC defense. I don't want to hear a doggone thing. This is y'all's top two teams in, in the SEC. You know what I'm saying? One of the, this is two of y'all top teams, man, in SEC. Giving up yards at a Giving premium. up, man. Just, just, man, opening up wide. Just come on and get you some. Come on, look. We can't overlook Devontae Smith, man. No. Seven catches, two thirteen, and two touchdowns. Oh man. Hey man, Najee Harris did his thing too, man. I, hey, what man. you say? Hey man. Listen, the way Clyde was over there in that passing yeah. game. Before, Najee Harris was doing he the was same doing thing. Doing the same thing. Anything you can do, I can do better. Listen, Bro. man. He, he didn't have quite the impact that old Clyde did, man, but he was in there, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 19 carries, 146 and a touchdown on the ground. Then through the air, he's got three catches, 44 yards and a touchdown. He did this thing, too, man. Yes, he did. Like I said, it was offense galore in this mm-hmm. game. No defense whatsoever. I mean, you got Tua with the one pick that he threw. Other than that, you really ain't talking about man that. one he he was running with the ball and just dropped it you know he just dropped it yeah. like what what yeah. <laughs> what was that I mean ain't nobody hitting you or nothing he just just Nerd. dropped it <laughs> it's like <laughs> hot potato <laughs> football was hot <laughs> yeah it was hot <laughs> Hot man, Ohio State man. I know it's Maryland man, but they beat the Dickens out of Maryland man. Do you know I mean which they're supposed to do? Man, forty at the halftime at, at at halftime man. They continue to pour it on in the fourth quarter with third string cats man. I understand people are gonna look at this and say, well, it's Maryland or whatever, but still. 
You're supposed to do this to Maryland. You're not supposed to look like OU against K-State if you're that good, if you're, you know, casting your bid as one of the top four teams in the nation to get you a playoff right. get you a playoff This is what you're supposed to do to the teams, to the Kansas States of the world. Yes, yes, yes. The breaks off of them like Ohio State did Maryland in this game. And like I said, 42 to nothing. Man, it was 52 to nothing in the third quarter. Man, this game looked like it looked like the Mayweather Gotti fight, man. <laughs> Ohio State being Mayweather, man, and Maryland is Gotti. Good gosh. Everything, Everything you try. Nope, man. The only thing I stole is connecting. Listen, man, this was a, the number one team in the country looking like the number one team in the country. Like you said, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're supposed to do. They got, like I said, they got the third string cats in there. They got. Demario McCall, man, and they're getting touchdowns. Marcus Crowley. <laughs> McCall. And they're getting yeah, McCall. <laughs> Crowley. You know them guys. <laughs> guys that probably got ashy elbows because his name is Crowley. Crowley, man. Man, what you doing? I don't know who you are. <laughs> How you getting some? <laughs> you know now. It's Maryland because, because you know, Ohio State is yes. that good. Yes, you they know are. What I mean? And like I said, Clemson, they're telling everybody, hey, we, we, listen, we still here. Like I said, they're starting to show evidence that they are definitely in discussion as one of the better teams in the country. They saw what Ohio State did and went out and did the same thing. 42 to nothing, you know, at the halfway mark against NC State. Yes. Did the same thing. 42 nothing at half against NC State. Man, listen, I think we've, 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 I know we're so enamored and so in awe of the way LSU is playing because they have an offense and rightly so, rightly so, they're dominating and Ohio State looks like a juggernaut and we're, we're, we're tending to overlook the defending champs. Man, Clemson, they for real, man. Of course, they're for real, but I'm saying to move them all the way down to number five. They steady dropping them. They just disrespecting them boys, man. And they listen. They steady weighing teams out. <laughs> listen, Owen. <laughs> they kicking everybody's butt. They weighing. <laughs> Eleven different receivers caught a pass in this game. This shows how good they are. Eleven different receivers caught a pass in this game. Eight different running backs or eight different guys got carries in this game out of the backfield. It shows you the dominating effort of Clemson Tigers, man. I mean, I mean, this is when you know you're dominating. When when dudes that ain't played all year breaking a sweat. My my Michael <laughs> Dukes, he got him. He got him a turn. Who is Michael Dukes? Listen, he in the newspaper now. Yes. John Simpson, one carry. One carry, one yard, one carry, one yard, one touchdown. <laughs> this this got to be a lineman or something. I think I think Simpson is a lineman. That's just how that's just how good they are. This is how good they are. And like I said, eleven different receivers caught a pass. Man, they can hit you. In so many different ways, and and 
you're talking about style points. They did the same thing Ohio State did to the nothing at halftime. And and they're just they're just beating people like crazy too, man. Just dominating the team. So don't sleep on Clemson people. Don't sleep on Clemson. I know they got that five by their name. Listen, don't let that fool you. That's not the number five team in the country. Trust oh, no. me. Oh no. No. Trust me. Listen, Baylor refusing to go down, man. <laughs> they gave TCU three extra periods. And TCU just couldn't get the job done. Dugan, three picks. Uh, passing completion percentage was terrible. Yes. I mean, none more costly than the last pick he threw, which iced the game for Baylor in triple overtime. That's how Baylor ended up winning the game. He's, he's he gets picked off in uh, in that in that third overtime and just and, you know canceled everything on TCU. But, you know, Baylor, again, 9-0, refusing to go down. Still undefeated. Still finding ways to win games. They don't look prettiest. You know what I mean? They, they don't have just jaw-dropping, eye-popping numbers on the offensive side of the football, man. But they're just doing what they need to do to win the football game, man. It's a nice, feisty Scrappy team, man. Man, they can, they can, they can get in that dirt and on that mud, you know, and and just slide with you, you know. They can, they can get dirty with you, uh, you know, and 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 they just mucking it up, man. You look up, man, and you lost. You like, wait a minute, we was close. What happened? Yeah, well, they. They they tested, they battle tested. They did the same thing. Uh was it last week against West Virginia? Uh didn't go in overtime, but they was man, they was struggling. Um it was a field goal battle during regular, <laughs> regular play. Not one touchdown. It was nine to nine. Nine to nine. Going in overtime. They just scored a touchdown until the first overtime. Man, the guy had to hit a 50-plus yard, and didn't just ascend to overtime. 51 yards. That's crazy. Yeah. 36 years left. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Burley had over 200 yards of total offense. But they keep finding ways to win, though, man. That's what's shocking to me. Like I said, we this is the, this is the college football podcast from a college fantasy football perspective. And so we look, we look at numbers. You know what I mean? Right. We look at numbers, and when you look at this game for numbers, you just don't have any. You don't see any. Denzel Mims, six catches, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. The two touchdowns is very intriguing and and very attractive, but you're like 57 yards? Six catches for 57 yards. I mean, and, and, and nothing else is is really attractive from a fantasy perspective. Because there's just not Baylor does that. They really don't. Charlie Brewer can get off every now and again, but they're finding ways to win without him just getting off like that. It's crazy. Man, man. He, he he's he's the leading running back, you know, on that team as well. So I mean, they just have. I mean, the running backs the running backs aren't producing in that. You know, I mean, at all. So it's like, man, if you can stop Brewer, you can pretty much. 
it seemed like you could pretty much win, beat them if you stop Brewer. Brewer's doing it all. Yeah, you mentioned that he's the uh, leading rusher on the team. This is the classic example of running back by committee biting a team in the butt. Yes. And, and and you know, unfortunately, uh, OU barely survived this past week. But I think they get Baylor and, and give them their first loss this week. Like, like I said, OU barely survived this past week. You know, oh, my gosh. 20-point fourth quarter by Iowa State. Oh that they had to withstand, that they had to, you know what I mean, stand up against because the comeback, Iowa State had the comeback mounted and was and was charging, charging. I mean, Brock Purdy, I mean, oh, my gosh, dude, 282 yards. Okay, not, not nothing to write home about, but the dude had five passing touchdowns. Right. Six total. Six total touchdowns in this game. You got the freshman, Reese Hall going for over a hundred yards. Man, you I mean, you got you got I mean, you got guys still running. Those tight ends are still wide open right now. Man, I can throw it to him and hit him. I can't even man. Right listen, now. Listen, man. I had got to the point to where I I was almost wanting Oklahoma to lose. It, it was that. It was that pathetic, man. <laughs> it was that. It was that pathetic. I'm a, listen, man. We diehard OU fans here, man. And no doubt, no doubt. I'm just sitting here looking at this mess. It was a whole second half full of mess from Oklahoma, man. man full of it, just mess. And and I'm thinking, okay, defense is just listen. How many times does DBs or safeties just fall down and just lead a dude wide up? Wait a minute. Y'all can't stand up? You don't, you don't, you don't know how to stand up? <laughs> My God. And then third and long, you know, third and 18, you know, you pass interference, holding. Or, or you fall down and give up a wide open. I mean, come on, man. And then on the opposite side of the ball, when Lincoln Riley get conservative, you want to, you know, hand the ball out and they get a couple yards here, man. And he throw an overthrow on a long pass. You look up and it's third and eight. And next thing you know, man, you're three and out. Defense tired. And they get back on the field, giving up plays. And, Man, oh my gosh, man. I, like I said, man, barely survived a 20-point fourth quarter by the Cyclones, man. Listen, it was an ill-advised throw by Jalen Hurts that was picked off. Yes. That ultimately led to an Iowa State touchdown, and they would then attempt a two-point conversion, conversion only to have, you know, that dream taken away by Parnell Motley. Mm. But if they, I believe, I believe if they would have kicked the extra point and went in overtime, oh, you probably would have lost. I believe it. I believe it. So, Alex Grinch, get you some of this. Something wrong with his head. Just can't get right, bro. Can't get right. All right. We'll see how long he lasts. <laughs> Hopefully, he lasts a lot longer because if he's not lasting, that means that we are in the same predicament we've been in, which it looks like anyway, man. It looks like Mike Stoops still has his print on this defense, man, the way they're missing tackles, can't tackle, you know, giving up big plays, 
can't get off the field. It looks like Mike Stoops is somewhere hiding out on the sideline calling plays. Two weeks in a row, that defense got whooped. Two weeks in a row. I mean, it just got shredded. And and it's not like it was getting whooped in the same. And no, K State whooped you in the trenches and on the ground, and Iowa State came in here and whooped you in the air. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's 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 not like you can point at one thing and say, "Yeah, they need to fix that." No, they got a whole lot to fix. How about getting some bigger guys? How about it, please, dude? I mean, because those tight ends was just posting you up. And you got these little five nine, one hundred and sixty five pounds soaking wet safeties that that you know, hitting wrong holes. Oh my you know what God. I mean? In the run game, if you that small, you gotta hit the. You got you. It it must needs be you hit the right hole if you're that small. You can't be that small and hit the wrong hole. And hit the nah. Yeah. Listen, man. Oh my gosh. You in trouble if you're that small and you can't find the right hole. You stay stay in the wrong hole. You live in the wrong hole. You know, you end up in the hole and the lineman look, what you doing in here, man? Doing in here, he over there. (laughs) (laughs) Your assignment ain't in here with me. Yo, Simon is in the other <laughs> gap, man. Don't let me catch you in here no more, man. <laughs> man, the very next play, you turn around. Didn't I tell you <laughs> not to come? <laughs> <laughs> you in here again? <laughs> oh, shoot. Man. Come on in one more time. Come on in one more time. <laughs> Let me catch you in there one more time. <laughs> he caught him in there again. He just threw his hands up, man. Forget it. Just come on. <laughs> just come on. Oh, y'all. Just come on. Just come on. <laughs> oh, y'all. Just come on, all three of y'all. DB, just come on in here. This the hole. <laughs> howl over there. Ready. He can howl over there. Just. Eating feel up. They all four of them in the hole. You over there <laughs> chewing feel up. Since you love it, you love this hole, you keep wanting to be in it. Yeah, just come on. Oh just come on. Gosh, man. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about some individual performances, man. Oh, my gosh. I got a couple. I got a, I got, I got a few guys, man, here. I'm going to name some names, man. I'm going to give some stats. And I want you to tell me which one you were most impressed with. So, I got a quarterback here, man, by the name of Holton Ehlers. Talked about him last week. His effort versus SMU. The guy was 32 for 42, 498 yards, six touchdowns, no picks. Then you got a guy running back, Shaquille Seymour versus Kent State. 28 carries, 175 and two in relief. Brian Kobach went down in the second quarter. Shaquille Seymour did this damage from that point on to the end of the game. Again, 28 carries, 175 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. King Boyd, they lost to West Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But the dude had 185 yards rushing and two touchdowns on eight carries. Mm, unbelievable. Eight. Yes, I said that right. Eight 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Unbelievable. 185 and two on eight carries. That is 23.1 yards per carry. But then you got Tyler Sneed. Well, I tell you, when Holton Ailers find him a guy, ooh, wee. Ain't nothing you can do to stop him from throwing that ball over there. He lock on him, don't he? He clamp on him. Lock on him. He boy you to like a pit bull. Vice grips. Come here. Lock jaw on this dude. Oh. Tyler Sneed, man. 19 catches. Mm. Oh. Mm. 19 catches. Mm. 240 yards. Three touchdowns. 19 catches. Listen, man. We had the freshman <clears throat> CJ Johnson. And what did he have, like 14 catches, something like 12 catches, mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. 12 catches, but. What did we, we say about that six, seven, fifth, six catch, seven catch? You know where that ball is going. You know where it's going. You know where it's going. Here's, this is another freshman. So it looks like ECU is loaded at wide receiver. Right. Tyler Sneed is another freshman because C.J. Johnson goes down early. Sneed just steps right up to the plate. Yep. 19 catches. <clears throat> Listen, man. Again, about that six, seven catch, bro. You know where I'm throwing this ball. I don't care if you do know. It, I'm throwing it anyway. Nineteen of them bad boys. He Ooh. hauled them in on. Ooh. Hey, man. Listen. Two forty and three. I'm more impressed. Listen, Ooh. man. I'm more impressed with the nineteen <laughs> catches, two hundred and forty and three. Listen, man. Listen. That seemed like he caught every ball that came his direction. It's <laughs> about 19 catches. 19 catches. 19. For 200. Hey, man. You telling me that you, I know I'm getting it. Like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to run this route. The defense, no. Gotta know. He, Schneed is supposed to get this ball. I have to. Especially when you look at the other receivers, like uh, 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 how you pronounce the dude name? Pro, Pro, Blake, Pro, Blake, Pro. He caught four passes. You know, Tay Williams two passes. Uh, uh, Old Bird one one catch, and and Ferrier one catch, and Hatfield one catch, and you know, some dudes like that. So you know. He going to sleep. Everybody, man, listen. Like I said earlier, man, I know it. You know it. Uh, Paul, Paul know it. Big Mama know it. You know what I'm saying? All everybody know that he's getting it. But he's everybody know he's he still it. come up with 19 catches for two forty and three. Everybody know he was getting it, and he was still getting he's it. He's still getting it. How you still getting it? That's a man. Man, listen. I didn't. I didn't watch that whole game, but this is what I do know. I don't have to watch it. You don't have to. No. You see, nineteen catches. You're like, wait a minute, man. Who was on this dude? Man. man. Who? You know. You know. You know what I'm saying? Was Was anybody anywhere near this cat for him to catch nineteen balls? And the next person in line had four catches. He had a couple guys with four catches. Yeah. Dude, that is a 15-catch difference. He was tearing his man up. That whoever he, <laughs> that dude is whoever. that dude is having nightmares and sweats right now. Talking about need no, 
Hey, yeah. Sleep. Listen, man. Whoever was guarding him, he was tearing them up so bad when he went to the sideline. His own teammates were like, hey, man, he tearing you up. <laughs> you look at him, buck your eyes, shake your head, man. Listen. Hey, man, he, he tearing you up. You shake your head. Yeah, he, man, he, boy, he tearing you. <laughs> hey, man, he tearing you up, though, for real. Yeah, for real, man. He tearing you. You get mad. Shut up. Yeah, I bet you won't do me this time, man. Listen, I mean, man. Prochet okay. is on the other side with 14 kills, 167 and two. And you look at that and you say, okay, cool. And you come right back to sleep. Come right back over there. Yeah. <laughs> 14, <laughs> man. <laughs> Fourteen, man. 14 catches for 167 and two. You like, ooh, yeah, down, man. You, hey, man, you getting busy. Yes, man. Forget that. This dude over here, he had 19. 19. 240. And three. And the Ooh. next person in line had four catches. A couple guys with four catches. You got Blake Pro and you got Omotosho with uh, four catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. So, man, you know what? I can't even argue with that, man, because that 19 catches, man, listen. That's hard to do, man. That's hard to do. Yeah, that's that's hard to do, man. That's 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 very very hard to do. All right, man. Go ahead. <clears throat> I was just gonna say, man, the 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 fantasy that was a fantasy goal game, man. Because we didn't even mention Xavier Jones, man. Guy had twenty catch twenty carries for one hundred and fifty seven yards and three. And three <laughs> Gosh, yeah, we're talking about impressive though, man. That that's <sighs> yeah. That's yeah. that's that's great, man. But on the scale of being impressive, right? This right. guy, man, that was yeah, that's unbelievable, man. That's, that's man. in a listen in a PPR league. Oh man, he ate a oof, oof. He ate and he ate well. Yeah, full point PPR league. You get nineteen points for those nineteen catches, mm. and then you get eighteen points off the touchdowns. Mm. So you're looking at what thirty-seven points without the two hundred, you know, without the twenty-four points for the yards. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I think dude has sixty-something points in the, in in the uh, college fantasy football university league over there. That's a full-point PPR league. Yeah, dude, dude killed man. I don't think I think he had that on the waivers. I don't think anybody had that guy in the game, but. All right, man, let's get into our CFF segment. We're going to do a start, sit, PAP. Again, if you're new to the podcast, this is your first time listening. Thank you. We welcome you. Yes, sir. Hope that you can come back and be a regular listener. But PAP, for those of you that are brand new, is potential average performance. Not necessarily a sit, but somewhat of a caution. The average performance is not what you want in college fantasy football because the player pool is so big and there's so many options and there's so many avenues that you could take to get a ceiling, the highest point total, the highest point potential out of a player. So an average player, that's cool in the NFL league because you gain gap by 32 teams in the NFL. And so an average day, can get you a win. But we're getting close to the playoffs, and in our home league, we're already there. 
the playoffs start this particular week. And in regular leagues, it may start next week. So you're gearing up for that. You don't want any average performances. You want to get max potential, maximum potential, maximum fantasy output from every guy you place in the game. And so you want to stay away from those potential average performances because they just may be mediocre and mediocre may get you beat. Mediocre may be, you know, mediocre may be the difference between you, you know, getting into the playoffs and you going home early. Mm-hmm. So that's why we do potential average performance because college fantasy football is the best thing smoking by far, not even close. It's not even close. Because there's so many options and you don't have to settle for average. You don't have to settle for average. Right. You have maximum point potential, maximum point total out of all your guys, no matter how big your league is. Unless you're in one of those, you know, super leagues. They got like 40, 50 teams. Oh. Yeah. And you, but see, but those guys, man, those are for the diehards. I thought about doing that once. But those are for the diehards, those guys that really, really, really dig in. But for the common uh, college fantasy football player, you're in the uh, 12-team league, 14-team league, 10-team league, or whatever. Yeah, you have the opportunity to get, you know, the maximum amount of fantasy output from your players because the player pool is so big and there's so many variables in college fantasy football. All right, enough of that. Starts at PAP. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Owens, where you going, man? Man, start the quarterback that I'm going to start this week is Justin Fields versus Rutgers. Rutgers, everybody you know, is wide open to every opponent that come in there <laughs> and line up on, on the opposite side of them. I think Justin Fields, man, they're going to come out fast mm-hmm. he gonna come out he gonna throw about anywhere from three to five touchdown pass and he gonna go sit down um and it's gonna be it's gonna be all in the first half possibly three of them could be in the first quarter i mean <laughs> this game is gonna be another 72 to three or something 10 72 to six it's gonna be ugly and and phil's gonna get his in he gonna get it early and then he's going to have a seat, but he will get his. So I'll start Justin Fields, man, for, for a half of football. <laughs> for a half of football. Listen, it may be worth it. Mm-hmm. It may be worth it the way Ohio State, like I said earlier, man, he dropped. He dropped 45. I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, they dropped 42 points. Yeah, and a half. And a half on Maryland. So you may not be hard-pressed. You know, mm-hmm. putting that dude in the game for a half, he may get you, you know, 300 yards and three full touchdowns in that half. In the, yes, yes. But I'm I'm going to go with a Justin also. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert, man. And this is why he's playing Arizona. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wide open. Arizona has just made themselves comfortable giving up points. <laughs> they're okay with it. They're comfortable giving it up. It's not foreign to them. They know all about it. They're very familiar with it. Giving up points. They're surrendering 37 points a game, which is dead last in the Pac-12, but they're also dead last in pass defense in the Pac-12. 
and 129th in the country. So I think Justin Herbert, after having a week off, again, Oregon still has something to prove. And uh, Justin Herbert auditioning for the NFL, I think he's going to tear Arizona up this week, man. He's, he's going to light Arizona up real good in that uh, horrible, horrible pass defense that they're taking into Oxen Stadium this particular week, man. I'm, I'm, I'm starting Justin Herbert. I like it, man. Listen, the running back that I'm going to go with in my starting lineup this week, man, Charles Williams versus Hawaii. Yes, sir. Listen, Hawaii can, when I say give it up on the ground, listen, man, Hawaii can open up in the run game. And uh, they just they just gave it up to uh, <laughs> to to a San Jose State running back, mm-hmm. Packer. Packer. That, I mean, pa- man, listen, Packer. What has Packer been doing all year? Man, he packed some yards on uh, <clears throat> Hawaii. Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And so, you know, Ronnie Rivers, <laughs> a couple of weeks before that, he packed some yards. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Yes. Yes, he packed some yards on him. And so uh, you look at and, and three weeks ago, uh, oh, Davis, Amari Davis from New Mexico, mm-hmm. he really he, he really got down on 16 carries, yeah, sure. 200. 200 yards and two touchdowns. Listen, man. Charles Williams is fist to eat and eat some more. If you got Charles Williams, you got to get him in against Hawaii, man. You got to get him in. I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to put him in in both of my leagues. <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely getting in the game. <laughs> the running back that I'm going with is Jared Patterson versus Kent State. Yes, sir. Buffalo Bulls. Listen, Patterson has been on fire in the last two games. The guy has com- combined 309 rushing yards and three TDs in those last two games. Next on the slate is Woeful Kent State. Kent State giving up 255 rushing yards per game. Listen, that's 127 out of 130 teams in the nation. They just gave up 289 rushing yards to Toledo. (laughs) And the Buffalo two-headed monster is cut from that same cloth. Listen, lining up and jamming that ball down your throat, that's what Buffalo do. They're going to do a lot of that this week. Versus Kent State, I mean, listen, I think Patterson is probably going to have 200 by his set. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how woeful the Kent State rushing defense is. So I'm starting Jared Patterson. Man, you should. Sure? Running back. I got him in there, too. I got him in. <laughs> listen, man, the wide receiver, man, that I'm going to start this week. You already mentioned uh, Justin Herbert, so I'm going to start Jawan Johnson against Arizona. Mm-hmm. You said a handful. The boys can open wide up, last in the Pac-12 through the air. Uh, they, give all, they give well over 300 passing yards a game. 
Man, listen, I think I think Juwan Johnson, man, is starting to find his rhythm. Uh, him and Herbert, man, starting to get that chemistry going, man. And so, uh, man, he was he, the eat, man. Yeah, I think he's going to have at least a couple touchdowns in this game. So, I think you'll be safe from starting Juwan Johnson. Man, listen, that is a good doggone pick, man. Listen, the wide receiver I'm going to start is Dylan Stoner. Dylan Stoner versus Kansas. Listen, Stoner stepped up, mm-hmm. stepped in for the injured Tylen Wallace a couple weeks ago against TCU. Now, he only caught three passes, but two of them went for touchdowns. And that was his first time, I believe, playing in that Z spot, Tylen Wallace's spot. I think that uh, Spencer Sanders is going to get a little comfortable with Dylan Stoner, the guy is a sure-handed wide receiver. I think he embraces this role a bit more this week against the Jayhawks. Check it, man. I'm starting Dylan Stoner at the wide receiver position. Man, I like it. All right, man. Let's 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 get on some sits, man. Who's who you who's who's butt you gonna sit this week? Man, I'm going straight to this butt, man. Keaton Slovis, mm. USC versus Cal. <laughs> y'all going to get enough, man, of, try, of going against. <laughs> when, when we tell y'all to sit people against Cal, y'all going to get enough of that, man. Listen, man. Uh, last week, Aaron, Anthony Gordon, man, he struggled for three and a half quarters. Against Kyle. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about struggle. I mean, he was, man. Then all of a sudden, it's like they it's like they said, well, we got this game won. We can ease up a little bit. And then started letting them get a little bit, you know, late in the fourth quarter. So, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they had him shut all the way down. But, uh, listen, man, Slovis this past weekend, man, this dude got down against Arizona State. Mm-hmm. 29 for 39 for 432 yards and four touchdowns. Man, he was he was just throwing that ball all over the field. I think it's going to be the opposite, man, this week against Kyle. Man, that Kyle defense is for real. And uh, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked, man, if, if he had a couple picks, two or three picks in this game, man. <laughs> and and you know maybe a, maybe two hundred yards passing. I'm serious, man. That cow defense is for real, man. I, I wouldn't take a chance on this. Uh, uh, I would go look somewhere else, man, for a quarterback. If, if that was my only play, man, I'm looking on that waiver wire. I'm serious. I'm hitting it hard. I would not take a chance, man. I'm putting slopes in the game. It's playoff week two. Nah, Mm-mm. I'm sitting him. Sitting his butt. Listen, I'm sitting Tanner Morgan versus Iowa. Listen, Tanner Morgan, man, we applaud you, brother. We applaud you. Mm-hmm. Standing ovation. He had an outstanding game against Penn State this past week. Again, the dude was 18 for 20. Only missing two passes, 339 yards, three touchdowns. I believe that was probably the best game he's ever played. The kid balled out. Owens, he balled out. But – right. Iowa is catching them after their highest point of the year with a defense that's ranked 10th in the nation against the pass. This is at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. Listen, man, I'm sitting Tanner Morgan 
against Iowa. I think that defense is rugged. I think they're going to give him some problems. I think it'll be vastly different than the game against Penn State at home this past week. Going on the road against Iowa, it may be cold and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm 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 sitting Tanner in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Sit down, Tanner. Listen, I'm not just gonna sit running one running back in this game. Uh oh. I'm sitting all y'all. Uh oh. Every Auburn running back on the team mm. sit down against Georgia. Georgia is not playing. Georgia is for real, man, when it comes to to running that ball. They give up 74.5 rushing yards per game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 74.5 rushing yards per game. So... Booby, <laughs> Martin, all y'all, no. Booby. Booby, sit down. I like it. Listen, running back that I'm sitting this week is one of my own. And I believe me, when I say I'm going to sit him, this ain't just for the show. I'm actually sitting this dude, Joshua. Joshua Kelly versus Utah. Listen, Joshua Kelly has been phenomenal. The past four out of five games, he's looked more like the 2018 Joshua Kelly in that span. I think the Utes, whose run defense is number one in the country, yes, first in the country against the run, only giving up 56, ooh, that's nasty, 56 rushing yards per contest. Listen, that D-line is about as nasty as there is in the country. Man, I'm not messing with this one, Owens. I'm burying Kelly on my bench this week. I'm burying him. I ain't just going to bench him. I'm burying him. <laughs> I don't blame you. 56 rushing yards per game? Boy. Bro, that's nasty. That's 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 dirty. That's just, that's, whew. Man, sitting his butt, man. I don't blame you, man. Oof. Listen, man, the wide receiver that I'm going to sit this week. I mentioned his quarterback already. I'm sitting his quarterback, so I'm sitting him. Michael Pittman versus Kyle. <laughs> them corners, they not, no, they, them corners ain't playing with no wide receivers, you're not getting that much separation out of here, man. I'm wearing your jersey with you. You hear me? Listen, man. Mike, man, Michael Pittman. It's gonna be hard this coming Saturday, man. It's gonna be hard, man. You're gonna have to work, man, and your work is not gonna pay off, man. I'm sitting you this week, man, oh, versus shoot. Kyle. Shoot. It's not gonna pay off. It's not gonna pay off. You can work all you want, but you ain't getting paid for it. Mm-mm-mm. Man, mm-hmm. look, man, I'm I'm sitting Seth Williams versus Georgia. Seth Williams, you got to come on, sit down by coach, bro. Yes, sir. Look, this Georgia defense has been on a tear since the South Carolina lost. They've only given up 17 points in those games, those three games combined since the loss. 17 mm-hmm. points combined in those three games. They're still mad about that loss. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. 
I ain't, I ain't need. I mean, ain't no need to go over a whole bunch of stats. That's just enough for me to sit mm-hmm. Seth Williams. I'm sitting Seth Williams. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Potential average performance, man. Who's going to be very average to you at the quarterback position? Sam Ellinger, man. <laughs> Versus Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, Sam, man. Sam has been, he's been average the past couple weeks anyway against TCU, Kansas State. So he's facing another one of the top defenses in the Big 12. So I I believe it's going to be another average performance. So, uh, Ellinger, man, you, you're my quarterback. I'm choosing to have a PAP, potential average performance this week against Iowa State. That's what's up, man. Listen, quarterback Jamie Newman versus Clemson, one of my guys. Listen, Jamie Newman, this dude has been on fire all season long. He had a hiccup last week against Virginia Tech. Statistically, his worst game of the season, no time to sob. Clemson is on deck with a pass defense that is second in the nation, only giving up 137 yards through the air. They're second in takeaways. They're constantly being overlooked, and they just keep thumping people. Listen, I think Newman and the Demon Deacons run into a buzzsaw this week in orange uniforms. I'm looking for Jamie Newman to have a very, very average game, man, a very, very average game against Clemson, Clemson Tigers. I like it. The running back that I'm going to choose to have a PAP, potential average performance, Kylan Hill versus Alabama. Listen, Hill has been on a tear the last couple weeks. I mean, he gave it to Texas A&M, 21 carries, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Turn right back around, tore Arkansas up, 21 carries, 234 yards, and three touchdowns. I know he's feeling good, man. He's excited. Alabama's mad. They lost. Oh, Clyde, Clyde told him up, you know, on the ground and did what he wanted to do. Man, Clyde was ripping high. Man, man, listen, man. Oh, oh, heel, man. He's if he get loose, he got some wheels, man. He, he, he can move. That's the that's the one thing I think that that plays in his favor is he got wheels. So he'll yeah. he'll get a little bit, but it's gonna be an average performance, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be a PAP, potential average performance, versus Alabama. Listen, if I had him, I would sit him. Mm, would, me too. Running back, I'm sitting, man, or having uh, – I'm not sitting. The running back, I believe, will have an average game, maybe below average, mm. seriously. J.J. Mm-hmm. Taylor versus Oregon. J.J. Mm-hmm. Taylor has been quietly resurfacing in the college fantasy football community. And if your league scores kick return yards, then he's really been affected because uh-huh. he's been he's been getting down on special teams. But this week they're traveling to Eugene, Oregon, mm. Eugene, mm. Austin Stadium to face an Oregon defense that is twelfth in the country against the run, allowing only one hundred yards per. Mm. They've only had a couple guys go over one hundred yards on them. I don't believe Taylor would join that club. <laughs> I think they'd slow him down considerably 
and I think Taylor will be ineffective this week for the Wildcats. I like it. Man. All right, the wide receiver that I'm going to pick to have a PAP potential average performance, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, versus uh, Iowa. 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 Listen, man. You mentioned... You mentioned the quarterback, Tanner Morgan, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) What's up? Uh, We gave him praises last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we, we sitting him this week. So I'm going to sit his wide receiver. (laughs) Run along with him. He's your main target. And so, if you sit in the quarterback, you sit his main target because the Iowa ain't playing with nobody, man. Iowa, Iowa's like they like Kyle and, and, and Georgia and Wisconsin and all them. So, uh, I ain't taking a chance, man. Like I said, it's the playoffs, and I ain't trying to get beat. I'm sitting <laughs> Sean Bateman against Iowa. I heard that, man. Why receiver? I'm gonna sit is Sage Surratt versus Clemson. Surratt has been one of those guys that seemed to be matchup proof this year. In the games that he was average in, they weren't the games you thought you needed to sit him in. What I'm saying is he's been very reliable. Mm-hmm. So he's had average he has he's he's, I mean, he's had a couple average games against NC State, but they scored forty four points on NC State. Mm. He was average against Boston College. Mm-hmm. Four catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. You wouldn't call that. He was average against Rice. Six catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. You wouldn't call that. So in the games that he's been averaging, it wouldn't be games that you thought you needed to sit him in. Right. So he's been very reliable. Well, Clemson is up. And I've already given the stats concerning their pass defense. I think Surratt will struggle in this game. Now, I wouldn't sit him because he's not the wide receiver that needs separation. He bodies people up. He's a big body. He posts you up. He can catch balls with guys hanging on him and guys draped all over him. He's been doing that all season. He's not, he's not, he's not Rondell Moore. He's not burning cats. Invites the contact. But I think those Clemson DBs can get physical with him and slow him down. That's why I, that's why I think he'll have an average performance because of the physicality of the Clemson defensive backs. I think they can get a little physical with him and kind of mess with him a little bit. All right, man, that does it for the start, sit, and PAP. And here we are uh, with the Irish segment on deck, man. Are you ready for this? Oh, I need to get this off my chest. You ready to get it off your chest? Yeah, it's bothering me. You ready to blow some steam? Yeah. All right, man. Let's do it. And I was shut off. I wish, I wish, I wish. OU 
I wish y'all can just get a turnover. Somewhere, somehow. Wish upon a turnover. Man. <laughs> I mean, you guys, it's been since, I think, the Kansas game, which is five weeks ago, that you guys actually had a turnover. It's unbelievable. Balls get tipped up in the air and just float down and you run past the ball. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how? <laughs> that dude drop back and throw it straight to you. Hits you between the numbers. And a ball hits you and falls to the ground. You don't want it? You don't want it. I mean, if you make a guy fumble, the ball, you dive on the ball, and it just you dive over the ball. How you dive past the ball? I, don't, I just don't understand this stuff, man. I mean, I just wish oh you could somehow, some way, get a turnover. Man, find the ball, Sooners. Man. Find the ball. Listen. Oh, I wish. I wish, I wish. Listen. What I'm wishing for today is not football related, but I think <laughs> a lot of people listening to this or that will listen to this can relate. You feel my pain. Mm -hmm. I wish Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, why can't you be open on Sundays? <laughs> why are you willing to deprive me and millions of others <laughs> from the waffle fries dipped in the Chick-fil-A sauce, those tender sweet chicken strips also dipped in the Chick-fil-A sauce. Listen, you even have the best mints at Chick-fil-A. I try not to overdo it when I grab a couple, but dang it, I just grab so many. And so, you know, forget it. I repent, okay, I repent. Forgive me for being excessive with the candy. Listen, <laughs> sometimes my taste buds are only in agreement with Chick-fil-A. And it seems like mm -hmm. that happened on Sundays more than any other time. I only want Chick-fil-A and that lemonade. Mm -hmm. and that chocolate chip cookie in that bag. Listen, mm -hmm. I wish Chick-fil-A was open on Sundays. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> I knew a lot of people would be able to feel my pain. Because <laughs> as soon as you get out of church or whatever it is you do on Sunday, mm -hmm. you want some Chick-fil-A and it's just not right there. It's just not ready. All right, Owens, man. We got a brand new segment that we introduced last week. We're going to continue on with that because I I like this segment, man. I like this. I like this. I do uh, too. I, I do think too. I think it's interesting, man. I think it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's called One Gotta Go, One Gotta Stay. One Gotta mm. Go, One Gotta Stay. We're going to Owens three scenarios. Uh-oh. We're going to put his expertise to the test. Uh-oh. All right. Number one. Listen, if you had one running back spot 
in the CFF championship game, who would it be? I'm going to give you three options. Number one, 2018 Daryl Henderson. The dude oh. had 1,909 yards and 22 touchdowns. Mm. 8.9 yards per carry. I'll give you a little bit more depth right there to help you. 8.9 yards per carry. Mm. Number two, 2017 Devin Singletary. Mm. 1,920 yards, 32 touchdowns, 6.4 yards per carry. Or we're going to go back a little bit. 2014 Melvin Gordon, oh. 2,587 yards, oh. 29 touchdowns, 7.5 yards per carry. You got one running back spot for the championship game. Which one of these running backs you rolling with? Oh, my gosh, this is hard. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember, Darrell Henderson, Played with somebody. He played with Patrick Taylor, so he wasn't. This is you get you get Daryl Henderson by himself. You get Devin Singletary by himself. You remember Devin Singletary had Kieran White. Yeah, he had White with him, right? You get Devin Singletary by himself, and you get Melvin Gordon. With you know, oh my god, twenty fourteen Melvin Gordon. Okay, uh, one gotta go. All right, so which one is 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 going first? Which one is out the door first? Which one is out the door for? Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> See, listen, Henderson can break it in any given end off. That's oh why I put the yards per carry on oh there. My gosh, man! Singletary was just a beast, man. You couldn't stop, hey, man. Gordon, end zone, end zone, oh thirty-two my, touchdowns. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Oh my, listen, ah. Uh, Okay, if I got if I gotta let one go, gosh, dog, man, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir, <laughs> shoot, yes sir. You know what, man? I may, I may, I may, I may ask this question on Twitter. Okay, um, mm. uh, if, uh, gosh, dog, <laughs> okay, I'm keeping. Okay, let me let me let me just. Uh, I'm keeping Gordon. I'm definitely keeping Gordon. You know, that in my mind, I'm keeping Gordon. <laughs> it ain't no doubt that 2014 Gordon man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, uh, Singletary Henderson. Singletary Henderson. Yep. Uh, I gotta roll. I gotta get rid of Henderson, man. Uh, just because okay. Singletary is the touchdown right. machine. So he was that year, man. 32 of them bad boys. Yeah, he can get you, you know, five touchdowns a game. So yeah, I gotta uh, Yeah, I gotta go with I gotta stay with Singletary and Gordon. All right. So out of the two remaining, which one are you gonna start? I gotta go with Gordon, man. I I that that twenty fourteen Melvin Gordon, man. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody looking at, at Jonathan Taylor now, man. Listen, Melvin Gordon, twenty five hundred yards. Yes. Oh my gosh, man. Twenty five hundred yards, twenty nine touchdowns. Yeah, I have to. I yeah, that's my that's my dude right there. I have to roll with Gordon. Yeah, won me a championship. Yes, he did. Oh, sure, we wasn't talking about all that. 
<laughs> well, nobody need to hear all that. <laughs> we won't cut it about that. We won't about that. All right, man. Uh, listen. You got to choose one guy to go out of these three. Top five offense. If you're if you're a coach, would you rather have a top five offense? Would you rather have a top five defense or top twenty five in both? Oh, man. Boy, you, you're throwing some tough ones at me today, man. Listen, man. You're an expert. Some, some tough ones, man. Uh, I, I would definitely want a top five defense. Definitely would want that. Okay. So you keep uh, the D Bay. Keeping the D Bay. Uh, you know what? Top five offense would be out first because I, would, I wouldn't. Then listen, you can play defense and offense. Mm-hmm. You got a pretty good team. Got Top a pretty good team. Both, which means you yeah. can be 25, 25th in both. Right. But you still got a pretty good team. You do. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, yeah, offensively, man, it, it, I mean, you could be top six uh, and still have a good. So, top five offense, I wouldn't. I mean, nah, that can go first. All right. So, who you? So who's next out the door? <sighs> One got to go. One got to stay. Uh, I I would take the top twenty five in both because I can have a top five defense, but my offense can stink. Mm, yeah, true. My offense can stink, and and that means if my offense stink, my defense is gonna be on the field more, way more. And if they get tired. <laughs> They not a top five defense no more. <laughs> uh, nah. We saw that with Michigan State last year. Yeah, buddy. So yeah. I yeah, I I'd rather be top twenty five in both. Nice, nice. All right, this next was a little bit off the CFF radar, a little bit off the CFF grid, but I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. So we got three choices: Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. <laughs> Frosted Flakes <laughs> or Fruity Pebbles. Oh my God. Which one is out the door first? Listen, man, I love all three of them. Yes. Yes, sir. I want, I want all three of them in the cabinet at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> Which but one of them got to go right now? Which one is out the cabinet first? <sighs> Oh, man, listen, I definitely got to keep my Fruity Pebbles, man. I got to keep my Fruity Pebbles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, And you know what, man? Gosh, dog it. Them Captain Crunch, man, with, with, with Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hey man, hey man, listen. If I'm gonna keep the fruity pebbles, I gotta keep the frosted flakes too, man. So, yeah, man. So, Captain Crush, Crush Bears gotta go first. Yeah. All right, which one is next? Uh, you're gonna make me choose between frosted flakes, man, and fruity pebbles. You're choosing, man. You're choosing uh, the day. Man. <laughs> you're gonna choose the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um 
I can eat these, man, any time of the day, man. Either one of them. Either one. Listen, man. Oh my gosh, man. I, I, I listen, man. This is ten forty-five p.m. I'm going on right now. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking about because I got some frosted flakes in there. Oof. I got some about, fruity pebbles in there. I'm thinking about just throwing down real man, quick. Man, listen, when we get out of here, I'm going to get me some fruity pebbles. Out <laughs> <laughs> <At> the cabin. <laughs> so which one is out next? Oh my gosh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Man. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Okay. <laughs> This is hard, man. It's rough. I know. I know it's rough. I know it's rough. All right. All right, man. Fans out there, man. I know y'all feel my pain. I'm picking one, but it don't mean I'm right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this because I have to do it. Making me do it. Making me do it, man. So, um, I got to keep my Frosted Flakes, man. I just, I got to keep my Frosted Flakes. See, I knew he was my ace boom for a reason. <laughs> when I looked at this list, I went the same order you did, but it was hard. It was hard. Listen. Right, I right, said, right. I said, I said, I got to keep my Frosted Flakes. I got to keep yes. my Frosted Flakes. Yes. And I said, between the Crunch Berries and the Fruity Pebbles, and then I right. thought, I gotta keep the fruity pebbles, so crunch berries is gonna be the first out the door because fruity pebbles, man, right. that, listen, man, that first bite hit like thunder. Don't it, you man? Just, wait. You like you, yeah, you like, oh my gosh, yeah, yes, that fresh bite, that first one of the fruity yes. pebbles, oh, that yes. jumped hit like thunder, boy. Yes. And so I mean, it just frosted flakes, man. That's just that's that's the frosted flakes. I mean. Any time of the day. Any time of the day. Any time of the day. And never go. And plus, the milk tastes better. Yes. <laughs> the frosted yes. flakes. Frosted flakes milk is probably the best cereal milk. Oh my on gosh. The planet, on the planet. Bruh. The best yes. cereal milk on the planet. Man. They need to just bottle that up and start selling it. Yeah. <laughs> Frosted Flake milk. Frosted Flakes milk. <laughs> you done created something. Y'all heard it first here on the Angle hey. Bios podcast. We want that check. <laughs> Pay up. Pay. <laughs> yeah. So, audience, man, listeners. Listen, I know we made y'all hungry. I probably went and got y'all a bowl of cereal right now. Some Frosted Flakes, Fruity Pebbles, or Captain Crunch Berries. But uh, listen, man, this 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 Frosted Flakes, man. They, you know, yeah, man, who is hard to go against them things, man? Listen, man, you can't you can't go wrong at any time. You can wake up at three in the morning, and yes. Frosted Flakes, a bowl of Frosted Flakes, will put you back to bed. Yes. With yes. a smile, with a smile on your face, dude is, dude is happy. He turns the covers back over his head, grinning, <laughs> grinning. <laughs> All right, oh, man. man, that does it for the show. Great episode, had a lot of fun again. Thanks to everybody that show you support and show us love. And remember, hit us up on Twitter. 
at CFF Nation. Follow us, hey, comment, converse with us. We'd love to interact with you. At CFF Nation, Twitter handle for the Sooner Nation Fantasy Football account. Hit us up. Don't hesitate. That's it. For me, Farnsworth, Owens, we out of here. We out. Peace. That's the wrong button. And we are out of here. Peace. (laughs) Peace.